Welcome to the Chelsea Pines Podcast. If you're a real estate human who is ready to show up online with heart and humanity and not hustle and hacks, you've made it to the right place, friends. Let's get into the show. Have you ever stopped to think about what makes you share content? This is a topic that is asked all the time of me is how do I create content that's going to get more engagement? How do I create content that people feel compelled to share? And so I'm going to break down the five areas that I think create shareworthy content, content that when people see it, or maybe you've experienced shareworthy content where you feel like, ooh, that was, that stings that I felt like that person was talking directly to me, or that is so relatable. That's so funny. That's so me. It also could be something that makes you say, huh, I never thought of it that way before. It could be a perspective shifter. It could be an aha moment where you're like, oh my gosh, finally, I have been looking for this answer and this was so easy to understand. So let's dive into the share worthy formula. The first letter in share is of course S and it stands for specific. Share worthy content, generally speaking, is very specific. It's specifically made for one human being. Thinking about your one specific message and creating one focused theme or topic per post. So we start with the one person, really identifying who you're talking to and how they're feeling. I love to use the emotions wheel as one of my favorite copywriting tools. If you've never heard or seen the emotions wheel, you can go to Google, you can type in emotions or even feelings wheel. This really helped me put myself into the mindset of the person that I wanted to help. Because if you asked me, I was like, well, there's mad, there's there's sad, and there's happy. And there's all these things in between. And when I got really specific with not only the person, the who, but how they were feeling, what they were struggling with, their specific questions, the specific questions that weren't being asked. And then when I got very specific with my messaging about this is the person that I'm reaching and this is my message. And last but not least, specific and consistent about the topic. Now, if you are listening to this and you are in real estate, then your topic is, of course, real estate. Could you niche down even further to a component within real estate or have buckets of content, if you will? Of course you can. That still falls within that real estate category. But I think the specificity comes in. We really think about who is it that you're talking to and how do they feel? I also find highly shareable content to be focused on one thing. Have you ever seen those posts that are like, this is my best tip for blank. This is the number one thing that you need to do if you want to blank. This is the biggest mistake you could make. It's one thing that they are putting into that post. I am the kind of person that loves to put so much information. I would love nothing more than 101 ways to do X, Y, and Z. I really should be thinking about one tip, two tip, three tip. Now, if you have 101 ideas, I love that for you. You could turn that into an amazing lead magnet or an online course. You could give it away as a free lead magnet or even a paid one. So share worthy content is specific. It has a specific person in mind with a specific message and oftentimes has one topic or theme. The H in share is helpful. Now, helpful can manifest in a variety of different formats. Helpful doesn't just mean educational. 
Helpful could be something motivating or inspiring, something that helps you feel better about who you are and what you're doing. Ultimately, helpful information is insightful. It's informational, it's impactful, and it's influential. My favorite word in that entire lineup of I words is insightful. Why is that my favorite word? It's my favorite word because it's the only original content that we own is our perspective, our lived experiences, our our point of view, our opinion. And I get that that is a very vulnerable place to be because when you share your opinion, you are opening up yourself to other humans who may disagree with your opinion or may challenge it. But helpful content, think about the things that you've shared. Yes, of course, you've shared some entertaining or some funny content. This content that you shared that has been helpful has made a complex topic easy to understand. It's likely broken it down into a method or a framework or a map of some sort to help you identify where to start and where to go. And then it's also giving what I call the and then strategy, where you give the information, you you tell the numbers, you show the charts, and then you tell me what you think it means to me. For example, I could tell you about the Instagram algorithm and I could read from Instagram's blog and end it at that. Or I can read from Instagram's blog and give you my and then, where I say, and then here's what this information means to you if you are creating reels or stories, et cetera. So shareworthy content is specific. And of course, it's helpful. We are now on the A for the word share, and that's authentic. Authenticity is absolutely, I think, the number one driving force of people building trust with your brand. And that means that you are original. You're giving your original insights. You're giving your original perspective. Authenticity also includes usually your face and your voice. And we don't have to share private information. There's definitely a difference between personal private. And a lot of people are very concerned with what if I'm an overshare or I don't want to document my day and show everything that's happening, or I can't stand watching those people that tell everything there is to tell. You ultimately decide what's private and what's personal. Personal is authentic human content, usually with a face and a voice and a perspective. And that is the only original content that is available. Now, if you are representing a brand or a product, it can be much harder to create that feeling of authenticity if you are, a, say, an entrepreneur or a human brand, i.e. a realtor or a mortgage expert, etc. I also want you to think in terms of what is your perspective? Do you have a clear perspective? Have you ever shared it before? Have you asked others for their perspective? Oftentimes, shareworthy content makes us contemplate our perspectives, and it might be a perspective shifting. How much of your content is focused on potentially giving the opportunity for that reader or that viewer or that listener to take in your your perspective and your why about why you have that perspective and consider, hmm, maybe that's a shift I want to consider. The next letter is R, and this is for relevant. I I cheated. I gave two words here, relevant and or relatable. If you can do both, I love it. 
but relevant to two key areas, relevant to what their needs are. What do they need from your content to build trust? What do they need in general from your content that they don't even know that they need? This comes in with knowing who you're talking to and what their most asked questions are. It's also about identifying what questions they're not asking because they don't even know to ask. So questions, problems, creating awareness around problems they didn't even know that they had. It needs to be relevant and relatable to their needs and also to their brand. Think about the things that you share. I'm recording this in the fall and I am so excited for it to be Halloween season, spooky season, pumpkin spice latte season. I want to wear all the cozy clothes. It's still a little bit warm here in Arizona. So I'm really trying to make it happen. And I happen to share a lot of funny memes about people who can't wait for it to be Halloween. And that is very on brand for me. So if you want your content to be shared, It's not going to be so much about your brand or your logo or your product or your service. It's going to be about, is the topic in that piece of content also on brand for other people? Does it speak to them? Does it help them lean into it? Is it valuable? Is it validating? Uh, Are you helping people feel seen and understood? Are you giving them how-tos and how-eyes, how you did something? Is it in your voice? Can they understand who you are? Can they feel connected to you and know that it's not necessarily going to be about your brand? It's likely going to be about their brand. So that in and of itself is another reason why not all of your content is going to be shareworthy because you're going to probably share content about your cute dog or your family or whatever you decide that's personal and no one's going to share that. And why would they, right? So not everything should be share worthy. It could be shared, especially if you're sharing a really heartfelt story or some kind of um, information in that caption. But by and large, we need that content to be relevant and relatable to our needs, our questions, the questions we don't know to ask, and our personal brand. And last but not least, emotional. And emotion can come in a variety of shapes and sizes as well. It could be laughing. It could be entertaining. It could feel like, oh my gosh, I feel seen. It's so related to. I essentially refer to emotion um, and perspective, which we've talked about sort of under the umbrella of what I call adding context to your content, helping people really understand your your core values and why you're doing what you're doing and who you are, personality quirks and humor and all. And it is challenging to create content that has that emotional element, the human element that can connect with someone's head and their heart. And a lot of this takes place in the copy. And going back to the first bullet point, the S, when I talked about the emotions wheel, That's where it really helps me figure out what emotions people are feeling so I can put those words into my copy or I can have that word in my mind when I'm creating a piece of content. I'll give you a personal example. My avatar, my human being is someone who is a Gen Xer who didn't grow up with social media or making videos or documenting their day or stories or TikTok or anything like that and is honestly feeling a little resentful that now they feel like in order to be successful, they have to make TikToks or point at things or dance or lip sync or overshare. 
And that word resentful, because I looked at the emotions wheel, that word resentful really helped me get into their space. What would I feel like if I was feeling resentful? I would feel disadvantaged. I would feel unmotivated. I would feel un- underconfident. And yes, I I will use the word resentful in my copy. Are you feeling resentful that you have to, that you think you have to dance and lip sync and blah, 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 blah. That's how I'm loading context into a piece of content where someone says, wow, I feel like your content spoke directly to me. My last tip, let me give you a summary. Specific, helpful, authentic, relevant, or relatable, emotional. My last tip is when you're creating content that marks these like check boxes off and you're like, this is value add content. This is content that somebody could share. Doesn't mean that they have to share it, that they could share because sharing content is one of the number one metrics that Instagram is looking at. And we often share things with other friends in a direct message or to our story, but not to our feed. They're looking at what people are sharing. So you should be looking at metrics to find out, is this post getting shared? One of the ways that you can help encourage more shares beyond following this list is you need to tell people or ask people to share it. If this was helpful, consider sharing this to your story or share this with a friend who also is struggling with X, Y, and Z. Share this with your team in your office who also needs to know the latest tips on XYZ. We have to remember to give that call to action for your share worthy content for someone to actually share it. And I would recommend just as a point of logistics on where you're putting that, if it's a video, say it at the end. And if it's not a video, or if it is a video, it doesn't matter either type of format. You probably want to put that right at the top where people see that first line of the caption, share this for when you need to blah, 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 or come back to it later, or whatever it may be. And then I oftentimes will put another one at the bottom. So you don't have to go overboard with it. And by the way, not everything needs a call to action. If you are sharing a heartfelt story, you don't need a call to action. Not everything needs a hook. Not everything needs a, a call to action. But if we're talking broad, general best practices. Have that call to action when you have created content that is worthy of a share, remind people to share it. That's all for today's show, friends. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, I'd love to connect with you on the gram. You can find me at chelsea.pites and don't forget to grab all of the free goodies link in bio. 